Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Royalty House International, Peter Maddoxburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Let's join them. Alagbadaina, the one with eyes of fire. Your name is full of wonders. Come and stand to your feet. Yourself. We can start rolling. Alagbadaina, Alagbadaina. It means the one who's clothed with fire. Your voice resounds like that. Your voice resounds like that. We glorify your name. beautiful song for a beautiful God. Lift your hands and let us pray. Father, thanks a million for this opportunity in your presence one more time. Feed us. Speak to us. Let us leave this place with a clear mind 
and understanding of the truth and knowledge of the truth. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. amen. Say a nicer amen. amen. And you may be seated in the presence of God. Are you happy to be in church tonight? Wow. By the end of tonight's service, you will no longer be deceived by the devil. Wonderful. Um, Before I preach, I also want to say that this song that we are learning, I'm happy I heard you singing the other one. What's the other song? You're my brother, you're my sister, so take me by the hand. Together we will work until he comes. There's no foe that can defeat us as we walk in side by side. As long as there is love, we will stand. I was happy when I heard you singing it. That's the reason why I stopped teaching songs. But I've become born again again, so... Do you see? Because when I teach a song, you don't sing it. Now you guys are specialists. So, as we are learning the song, I mean, how many of you would like to come to church on Sunday and hear it as with the full house in the church and the whole church singing, even if it's just the chorus? Oh, yeah. Say amen. So, please promise us that you will sing it. And please, if they don't sing it, we will pawn them. So promise them that we will pawn them. Yeah. We are now reintroducing ponding into the church. Yeah. So you will see us here. We will have a water gun. If you bring yourself, we will pond you in the Sunday service with your makeup. Say Amen. Uh, so when you are coming, make your makeup like tattoo so that it doesn't go away. I'm telling you. Say, man, it's good to see you all. It's good to see you. Tonight, we are continuing our series. Maybe we'll finish tonight. Maybe we'll finish next week. But we are continuing our series on how to deal with the devil. So tonight can be the penultimate um, episode of our series, How to Deal with the Devil. Amen. And we've, we've looked at many ways. We look at the devil as a roaring lion. I said when the devil is a roaring lion, the main thing is fear. He puts fear into you. All right? We also talked about the devil as what? The leopard. What does the leopard do? It surprises you. So surprise attacks. We rebuke all surprise attacks in the name of Jesus. Then we looked at... The devil as a dragon. And we said the dragon can be compared to the crocodile. And its main thing is a strong grip, which is a strong hold. So usually a lot of Christians are struggling with things that never go away. But the Bible says the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. To do what? To pull down strongholds. So we are pulling down every stronghold. And I told you that there are some issues, there are strongholds. So if you have not gotten into them, don't get into them. Fornication is like that. Yeah, fornication is like that. If you enter to break free, hey, Allah (laughs) badaina. Do you get it? Uh Pornography is also like that. You will be blessed that you are not, you have not watched pornography. If you enter, it's a problem. Do you get it? Masturbation is also like that. Don't even try to break out. It's like you have been gripped by a crocodile. It's not easily, but it is falling today. Yeah. Drugs is also like that. Substance abuse is also like that. You see, you've become addicted. You can't put, every five minutes. You must smoke or you must use something. 
Yeah, whatever substance you abuse, you see, it's like it's a stronghold to break free. You need a lot of strength to break free. Hallelujah. Sometimes even you break free, you see, it's quiet for like eight months. Then when the winter comes, you see it has woken up. You see that it is affected by the weather. Uh-huh. It's a seasonal, seasonal but chronic, yeah, stronghold. Yeah, so my prayer is that all of us here who are struggling with any stronghold, we will break free in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is stronger than any stronghold. Prayer is stronger than any stronghold. The blood of Jesus is stronger than any stronghold. Poverty is also like that. When he holds you, your Bible says he will come like an armed man, an armed robber with a gun. You can't easily chase, you can't say suka wena. What do you mean? He's holding a gun. Yeah. And I also say bad relationships are like that. I know a lot of people in bad relationships. The guy beats you like a thief, but you can't break away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will cry, you will complain. You, when we tell you, okay, so what do you want to say? So I want to break up with him. So, okay, break up with him. He doesn't listen. Then I, then, then I will say, ah, it takes two people to enter a relationship, but it takes one person to break it up. He doesn't listen. But I love him. It's a stronghold. Pastor, you don't understand this kind of... This is an alagbada inner type of love. You don't understand it. Yeah, you don't understand it. Do you see? So, usually I am accused of not understanding this kind of love. The love that makes him... He loves you so much that, you see, like Bible says, God commend, commended his love towards us, or he demonstrated his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. This is how God showed his love. He too, he shows his love by yeah. What a love. I haven't seen this kind of love. It's an alagbada ina kind of love. <laughs> yeah. But if you are caught up in, in even some friendships are like that. You see the guy is taking you down. But you can't break away. So he's my homeboy, he's my homie. We've been homies from back in the day. So I can't, I can't break off. What is he going to do? He's taking you down. That's what he's going to do. He's going to take you down. Yeah. He's been my nigger since grade eight. Continue being niggers together. <laughs> yeah. You continue being niggers. Yeah. Bra- brothers forever. Be that. You go down. It's a stronghold. Mm. Hallelujah. It's my brother from another mother. No problem. Mm. We are all from Transkai. Be from there. It's not a problem. <laughs> be from there. He's taking you to Sky. You be there. <laughs> Tonight, we want to talk about Something else. You are very familiar with it. Revelations chapter number 12. Bible talks about the fact that there was war in heaven. Satan fought this fought. But verse 9, the Bible says, And the dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil. That deceived the whole world was cast out of heaven with his angels. Hallelujah. Today we want to look at the devil as a serpent. The devil as a snake. So Bible was describing the person who was cast out of heaven. Bible described him first as a dragon. Then he described him as a serpent. Then he says what he does. But he, says, he deceives the whole world. When the devil comes into your life as a serpent, what he brings into your life is deception. Just comes to deceive. 
Now, you have to be afraid of somebody who is able to deceive the whole world. Because that famous scripture that says you can deceive some of the people some of the time. Or all of the people some of the time. But you can't deceive all of the people all of the time. It doesn't apply to this guy. This guy, the Bible says he deceived the whole world. Yeah. Look, snakes are the most deceptive animals in the world. Most. Genesis 3 verse 1. Now the serpent was more cunning or subtle than anything that the Lord had made. That's why a snake can live with you in your room. You will have your child. Your child will grow and go to crash. The snake will still be there. You will never see the snake. The snake will also have a child. And send his child to the crash. Together with your child. They can even go in the same transportation. But you will never know. Yeah. Look, a snake will have menstrual period. It will not shout. You, you have small, not even the menstrual, pre-menstrual pains. You start screaming. It will be pregnant and go into labor. It will still not shout. Have a baby. And they are all with you there. They see you every day. They know when you have come. But you don't know. Snakes don't just come and bite you. No, when they feel provoked, then they bite. But generally, they hide from you. They can stay in ice. They can swim, stay in water. They can stay in trees. They can stay cold areas. In the desert, they can be there. Yeah. They can be everywhere. You never know that they are there. Until... the day you discover, usually the day snakes are discovered are the day they die. Usually. I mean, if we were to take and see a snake now, by the close of day today, this snake will be dead. No, no, we won't catch it. And it's white people who do some of these things. We won't catch it. My neighbor, we show him a snake. He came, oh, poor snake. Then he took the snake and he went to put the snake outside. I said, hey, Snake, there's only one good snake, which is a dead snake. The only time a snake is good is when it's dead. Even when it's in the cage, it's not a good snake. It's when it is dead that it's a good snake. I mean dead, I mean D-E-D-D dead. That means finish. Not even like, look, even when snakes die, when they kill the snake, we cut the head. Because it's dead, but... Maybe the ghost is alive. So we separate the head from the body. Then we know that, yeah. Look, even if you are bringing a snake that they've cut off the head, people still run away. Uh Look at him. That's how dangerous they are. Now, how does it affect us? One of the key things the devil does is that he feeds deception into us. He deceives us. When you read Genesis chapter 3, verse 1, the Bible says that the, then the Bible talks about how he managed to deceive Adam and Eve. Look at it, verse 2. Please bring us up, verse 2. It says, And the woman said unto the serpent, He asked a question in verse 1. Let's go to verse 1. And, and he said, that is the snake, unto the woman, Yea, had God said, ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Then the woman responded. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree which is the midst of the garden, I don't want to talk about mist and midst, so let's go on, <laughs> of the garden, God had said, ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye shall die. Now, God had given them clear instructions of what to do. 
But the snake came to question what God has said. Be careful of people who ask questions that put you in doubt of what God has already said to you. God, he just asks a question and he created the first time he it's like if you are watching if the Bible is a series, I have a series on the Bible. If the Bible is a series, like this is the first time this character appeared in the Bible. As soon as he appeared, he brought confusion. He, he just asked one question. Yeah, are you sure they like you in the choir? That's it. He has finished with you. He, he doesn't need to say much. He just asked only one question. Yeah. Don't you think that that example that Bishop was giving, it was about you? Anyway, you never know. That's it. He has finished you for the, for the day. Confusion. Con- a snake has beaten you. That's what it means. Do you think that girl likes you? Okay. Are you sure your beloved is faithful? Ah, that's it. Does your husband work at spa? That's it. Then you leave it there. Meanwhile, you know that your husband doesn't work. Look, does your husband, look, does your pastor work at spa? No. You just continue your life. Is that not so? Yeah. But the way he will ask the question and just, you start to think, why? What happened? What did she see? What was he doing? What was he buying? What did he, see, when he comes home, you are checking, is he bringing something from spa? Is he, when did he go to spa? When was he talking? He just asked a question. Did God really say? That's all. And when a snake bites you, venom comes into you. That's the poison of the snake. So he just spits the poison. So you have a beautiful church. Then is the pastor really from Marisbeck? Ah, then poison has come in. You see then, and when a snake poison enters, you start to change. Yeah. And it's the poison that kills you. It starts to change. Then you, you just start getting ready to die. It's already inside of you. You start it. But when the poison is in the snake, it doesn't kill the snake. It's a wild thing. No? The poison doesn't kill the snake, but when it hits and it goes into somebody, then the person begins to die. Yeah. Verse 4, verse 4. <laughs> and the serpent said unto the woman, you shall not surely die. He just, it's like, even when you respond with the truth, he just, are you really sure? Where, where is it in the Bible? Are you sure? Which verse is that? The more confusion. More confusion. Is it Old Testament or New Testament? Ah. Then look at what it says. For God that know, and the day that ye eat thereof, your eyes shall be open, and ye shall become as gods, knowing good and evil. From this point, he had finished them. He had finished. The next verse, the Bible says, and when the woman saw that the tree was good, it was good to be desired, good for, she ate it, and she gave it unto her husband. Yeah. One of the, you see, and he also ate it. Instead of saying, hey, foolish girl, giving the girl a Mike Medoc moment to say, you foolish girl, didn't God say we shouldn't eat this thing? Today is your last day. You are going to die and you are going to die alone. And that's what he would have saved all of us. Just because God made a woman. God parents would have made another woman to continue their life. Yeah, to continue the thing. But he said, oh, let's die together. And then that's why we are dying up to today. Now, one of the things you should know of the deception of the devil, the first thing that the devil comes to lie about God. He comes to lie about God. comes to lie about God. Yeah, and it comes to point a finger at God that God is the rather the liar. But the Bible says God is not a man that he should lie. The son of man that he should repent. Has he not said it? 
will he not do it? Numbers 23, 19. Yeah, God is not a man. Can I say, did, then he told them, look, God that know that you wouldn't, he said, will you, you will surely not die. How would you die? You will not die. How can you die? Begin to question what, what is it? Another thing he does is that he comes to overly magnify a truth. It, we are talking about deception. No? Sometimes it's just a truth. But he comes to make the truth bigger than it is. You know, you are very beautiful. So many men would have loved to marry you. Who told you? Who <laughs> fully magnified the truth? See? Then you look in the mirror. Oh, really? Then you look at your pictures when you were 19, thinking that you are still 19. Oh, Wow. It's true. When I look at my eyelashes, the way they move to this side, wow, and the way my nose is centered in the middle of my face, it looks like, and my color, because there are not a lot of my color around. Very, very nice. I think that this is it. Overly magnify the truth. Who told you a lot of guys would have married you? All the guys you were with from high school, how many of them decided to marry you? And those who even spoke about marriage, how many of them went forward with it? Is the guy who married you is the only one who went forward with what he said. Who kept his word. So actually only one person would have married you and that's the one who married you. Yeah! Better accept that one and be happy. Look, key of acceptance. Today, I shared a revelation on key of acceptance. And everybody was looking at something else. Meanwhile, I was talking about, just accept the situation. <laughs> yeah. Look, the devil told Eve, God that know that the day you eat it, number one, your eyes will open. Number two, you will know good and evil. And number three, you will become God. Is that not so? Show us verse seven, please. Verse seven. See if after they ate it, all these things happened. It says, this is after, and the eyes of them both were open. Is that not so? And they knew that they were naked. If they knew that the opening of their eyes will reveal to them their nakedness, they would have preferred to be blind. That's the part the devil doesn't tell you. He tells you, oh, Look, this church, they control you too much. Go outside the church and be free. Yes. But you don't know what the freedom cost. You step outside. You are free, but with gonorrhea. That's the cost of the freedom. Freedom with gonorrhea. Mm. Can we finish this message today? So the Bible says, and their eyes were open. And do you know the first thing they saw? Their nakedness. Your nakedness refers to the parts of you that you don't want anybody to see. Your uncomely parts. They saw the hair. Wow! What is this? read the scripture carefully. Did they become gods? I said, did they become gods? No, the devil told them they will become gods. Did they become gods? Yes, their eyes were open. But open to what? Their nakedness. Yeah. That's what he doesn't tell you. Oh, follow Jimbu and go with Jimbu. You will be fine. Little do you know that Jimbu has HIV to give to you. He, he will not, if he tells you that part, you won't come. I mean, who would go? I mean, let's be honest. Who would go? Yeah, so he has to deceive you. <laughs> oh, Jimbu, Jimbu. <laughs> May every Jimbu live your life in the name of Jesus. Yeah. He lies about God. 
And then he also overly magnifies us. One of the truths that has been overly magnified in the body of Christ is the prosperity gospel. God wants us to prosper. It's true. But we've magnified it too much. Now the church has become just a prosperity. We need to prosper. But God sent his son into the world so that people don't go to it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting car, everlasting life. But now we are looking for cars. That's all we are looking for. God wants you to have a car, but that's not why he sent his son. That's not why. But that truth, you see, because it can be found in the Bible, that truth has been magnified so much, it has taken us into error. That's a deception of the devil. Yeah. Another thing is to make you feel that there's something better out there. Of course, the grass always looks greener. Even you, let's say the grass is greener on the other side. It perhaps is astral. That's why it's always green. Or the water bill that they are raking in there. You can't afford it. But when you stand this side, it looks very green. And where you are, it's very dry. And you say, oh God, if I can just step into the green side, my life is going to change. Things are going to turn around for me. I'm going to have a better life. I'll see it happening to me and it will happen to you too. If you believe it, say amen. Then you step into it. When you step into it, you see that. Hey! Allah bada ida. Yeah. Oh, this. The prodigal son thought that life was better outside his father's house than his house. It was just a deception. Life is better if I just step out. I'll be better off. So, he stepped out. His father gave him great starter pack and he stepped out. When he stepped out, it looked good for a while and that's how it looks all the time when you step out. It looks good for a while. I always, I even say, people who leave their church, they look good for a while. Then they start to dry up. I mean, sometimes even you get angry. Then you step out. So, I'm offended, I'm hurt. Where, would, where can you be that you will never be hurt? When Jesus has said that, offenses will come. So, when you step out, initially it looks good. And do you know why it feels good? Because you are, you are powered by the anger of the offense. Do you get it? But how long will that offense, that anger last? Then when the anger finishes, you see that now you have a low battery to power your departure from, from the church then now you begin to wonder, was it really worth it? I said, was it worth it? Was it really worth it? And many people who have left have regretted. They just don't have the strength of the prodigal son and the humility of the prodigal son that made him come. When he realized, hey, I have been deceived. He said, I will arise, I'll go to my father's house. Life is far better in my father's house. And then he woke up and he went back. Many people don't have the strength to come back. That's why they don't come. So you see them wallowing and wandering around. And drying up. Because the prodigal son, he he dried up. Because when he first got home, his father said, Please, put, put, put a robe on this guy to cover his nakedness. Put a ring on his finger, put shoes on his feet. He was even bare. even shoes he couldn't afford shoes. Even secondhand shoes he couldn't afford. Yeah. But meanwhile, he thought life was better out there. So Satan is in, in a church, and Satan is oh, if you could just go to the next church, your life will be better. We are waiting for you. And sometimes you just have to be smart. I'll come to the solutions. But sometimes you just what those who have gone and see how it has become. We are waiting for them to flourish. For some, we have waited for 10 years. For them to show us flames. 
Because if you show us flames in, in winter, it will be good. We will be warm. We are still waiting for the flames. Show us church growth. We are watching. Yeah, I'm going to become a powerful pastor here. We have been watching. We, we can't see the power. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Another deception that the snake brings is self-deception, which is the highest kind of deception you can ever encounter. Where you deceive, like the snake bites you and makes you deceive yourself. Galatians 6, 3, the Bible says, if a man thinketh of himself to be something, when he is not, he deceives his, his own self. It's like you deceive yourself. You are something. You are this. You are that. You are this. You are that. I'm a soloist. I'm a singist. I'm a songist. I'm a soloist. I'm a singist. I'm a songist. I'm going to record an album. We have been waiting since. Do you know how many people attempted to be Rebecca Malope? I've told you now my favorite South African musician is Rebecca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've not told you. No, my favorite South African um, gospel artist is Rebecca. And I know only one song that she has sung. Tetele Ikosia Ikosi. That's all. Only one song. Only one talent. Up to two, that's the only song I know. And even with the song, this is the only line I know. I don't know Benjamin Duby's songs. I don't know all these other. Uh huh. Then that's my friend. What is his name? Doctor. Uh huh. Okay. So now Doctor Tumi is number one. Yeah. Because that one, I know him personally. So it's, I have to put him relationship number one. Yeah. He to his song, I know only one. Please don't tell him. That, what's the one that I know? Yeah. The foulest snare is broken. Then what? I help is in the name. That's how much I know the song. <laughs> Nothing without you. Without you. Yeah. Uh huh. Can't live without you. Uh huh. That one. Joe, remind me. Let's contact him, okay? <laughs> you never know when we will need him, so let's contact him. Yeah. Good, good. Let's go on. He deceives you that you are something that you are not. Self-deception. So he lets you deceive yourself. And when you deceive yourself, that one nobody can tell you anything. Because if somebody is deceiving you, we can at least tell you. But when you are the one telling yourself the untrue thing, oh. How do you overcome quickly? I want to finish today. Number one, you must know the truth. To avoid deception, you must know the truth. Now, even before we come to her, why did the woman follow the snake? He said, when you read, I think, verse 13, when the Lord spoke to the woman, he said, the devil, it was the serpent that beguiled me. The word beguiled is he deceived me. Yeah, the devil deceived me or he tricked me. Yeah, it's like the devil is a trickster. Yeah. He tricked me. Hmm? Or a trickist. Damn. Deceived me, tricked me. Yeah, tricked me by that. Yeah, tricked me. Many people are tricked into so many bad things. They, they are beguiled. A lot of the mistakes we make, we are beguiled into it. Deception is ending today in the name of Jesus. Solution number one, you must know the truth. John 8, 32, Jesus said, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. When you know the truth, nobody can deceive you. I said, when you know the truth, nobody can deceive you. Look, when it comes to anything, find out the truth. And if you accept the truth, because sometimes when we tell you the truth, you won't listen. Some of you have very bad characters. But when we tell you, you argue. Hello. 
when we tell you, you argue. Bad attitude, bad character. When we tell you, so, oh, me? When? Aibo? Yeah. Look, I know two people. I know them in my life. Both of them are rude. Rude with an, a capital rule. Rude. Yeah. They are, they are both rude and wicked. Yeah. I've spoken to both of them. One has accepted that I'm rude and wicked, so it's changing. Even as we are with the person, I can see the person is getting better. And as the person is making an effort, I'm liking the person more. Then the other one has not accepted. It's even getting ruder and more wicked. Yes. And it's like that, oh? That's how it is. That's what's up. Rude and wicked. But the one who has accepted that, hey, this thing, it can be true. There's a possibility that it can. Today I was listening to a message that Bishop was preaching and he was saying something then. When he said the thing, I remembered that, hey, when I was with him in, in, in Sierra Leone, he said this thing to me. And I don't think that is necessarily true. But today I made a decision. I'm going to accept that it's true. And I'm going to work on it because maybe there's something he has seen. And since he has seen so many people come through him up to today, he must be right. And by accepting it, that's when you start working on it. But if you don't accept it, what is there to work on? I mean, you don't believe that your mouth smells. You will not brush your teeth. What are you going to do with Colgate? No, what are you going to do with Colgate? Because you don't believe that your mouth smells. Yeah, sometimes you have become used to it. You don't believe it. So Jesus said, know the truth. When you know the truth, it will set you free. You will now become free because you know the truth. I mean, you know that Alan was in church wearing a black jacket. No matter who sees you on the street, Alan was wearing a green jacket. He can't deceive you. But when you don't know that Alan was wearing a black jacket, when somebody comes, you see that guy sitting there, he looks like Alan, but maybe he's Alan, but you see he was wearing a green suit. Did you see him? Hey, it's possible, though. I didn't see him, but Alan, he's colorblind, so he can wear a green suit. Yeah. Sit down, sir. Do, do you understand? But when you know the truth, nobody can deceive you. Nobody. A lot of ladies are deceived by men. Kring, kring, kring. Hello? Anybody there? Pick up. Deceive completely. So, even when you are telling them that it's not, they won't accept. They won't accept. But try and know the truth. Yeah. Number two, so that we can close. Believe God's word. Believe what God says. Bible says God is not a man. Numbers 23, 19. That he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. Has he not spoken it? Will he not do it? Once he has said it, he will do. He's not lying. Believe it. So even though whatever he has said he will do has tarried or it has kept long. Believe what he has said. He will do it. He will do it. Has he not? Bible says, has he not? Once he has said it, he will do it. So just wait. Believe it. Believe what God says. Yeah. Look, Abraham believed God until it was almost impossible to believe God, but he still believed God. But he said, he, he hoped against hope. Yeah. Hmm. That one also. Yeah. Believe what God has said, Gil. Believe what God has said. When you don't... If Eve had believed what God had said, eh, the serpent would have talked down and said, oh, 
God says that when we eat it, we will die. It's finished. I don't even want to know whether my eye will be open or closed. Or He said we will die. If he said we will die, we will die if we eat it. So we won't eat it. It's finished. Tell the devil, I don't want to die. That's all. Hmm? Yeah. Number three. Believe that God loves you. Yeah. No matter what happens, believe that God loves you. Sometimes you pray and then you don't get an answer. You say, oh, God doesn't love me. The, 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 the devil can say, God doesn't love you, you see. He loves this one more than you. He doesn't love you. Yeah, believe it. Look, my children, let me go on the stage for this one. Okay, let me be here. My children are my favorite people on this face of the earth. Besides my my wife in Manchester United. Sorry. No. Look, my children, they fascinate me so much. When I see, I, they fascinate. Today they were telling me, they said they saw somebody. He was black. Then one of them told me, he was as though he had put shoe polish. I was I couldn't believe what they were saying. I mean, you can guess which of them. (laughs) Says like as though he had put shoe polish. (laughs) Hey, the other guy. (laughs) Now, look, they fascinate me so. You just have to be with me a little. You hear about my children. They fascinate me so much. But sometimes they ask me for things. I don't give them. Oh, yeah. Yesterday, they went with me to a shop. They've been trying to take me to the shop for a long time. They said there's a something, something called uh, a shoe called what? Nike. What, what did you? Vapor Rub or something. Vapor Rub. Va- Max. Air Max. What, what is it called? Air. James, what did you say it's called? Vapor Max. Vapor man, not even air anymore. Now we are into vapor. So I should go and buy the vapor max. They took me there. They look, they've talked to me about it for about two weeks. Then they took me to the shop. I look at their things and then I took one for myself and I walk out of the shop. <laughs> They said I should buy it, so I bought it. But I bought it for myself. And I went out. They asked me to buy. I said, you have your money. Use your money to buy it. And I walked out. Does it mean that I don't love them? I said, does it mean that I don't love them? No, I just don't feel like buying... Vapor, Max, or Air Shocks, or whatever for them. That's all. Maybe their mother will go and buy it for them. I don't, I don't really, I mean, I, but I don't feel like buying it for them. At this point in time. Because I believe that they have so many tackies, just two feet. They, can't, they don't have enough feet to wear the tackies that they have. They have not even finished wearing it. And it's not like the takis are going to be there till Jesus comes. Very soon, their feet will get bigger than the takis. Then the takis will become useless. So, why should I add vapor wrap to it? Then, if it's vapor wrap, let me buy the next size. If you are size 5, let me buy vapor wrap size 6. Yeah. Prissy, what do you think? Yeah. But does it mean that I don't love them? I said, does it mean that I don't love them? Bible says that he that spared not his own son, but gave him up as a ransom. How, how would he not give all things, including his son, to us? Why would he not give it to us? Sometimes he just thinks that time is not right. Sometimes he just thinks that's not what you need. Yeah, that's not what you need. Yeah, it's not, it has not, it's, if it's love, Bible says he gave his own son as a ransom. Romans 8.32, he gave his own son as a ransom 
He didn't spare his. When he came to you, Pearl, he didn't spare his son. He gave his son for you. Why would he deny you vapor max or vapor pump? Because of vapor pump, you are going around saying that he doesn't love you anymore. Can you imagine how absurd it will sound if my children, I said, look, I can turn off my TV and just watch my children. Yeah, that's how, that's how fascinating, look, look at, even it's dirty, even gets dirty. I thought it would wash by itself. <laughs> Vapor Max. Does it mean, look, does it mean that because you didn't buy a shirt for Eden, you don't love Eden? How would you feel when Eden said, ah, because he didn't buy me that shirt, you don't love me? But that's how we treat God. So the Satan comes to feed you a deception that, oh, you don't love me anymore. You don't love me as much as you love this one. You don't love me because you just prayed for a husband. And God didn't bring you a husband at that time. The hus- Look, perhaps the husbands that were available as at that time will die in the next two years. So you will become a widow after two years. And, and, and you, you think being single is difficult. Try being a widow and see. Yeah. Very rough. Very rough. Church of God. Let's believe that God loves us. Amen. And God always has a good plan for us. Amen. Yeah. The Bible says that. God says, I know the thoughts that I have concerning you. They are thoughts of good and not of evil. To give you a hope and a future. To bring you to an expected end. God's plans for you and I is to bring us to an expected end. An expected end is actually the end you are trying to get to. And God's plan is to get us there. But the devil will come and tell you, you see? You see it? That's it. They don't like you anymore. They are not happy about you. You see, the way you sang the song, you see, from that day, they don't let you sing it. Now they say, I lie. That's it. Nothing. Yeah, I don't like. You see that they are always shouting at you about your basenta. Stop this basenta, and just be free. Yeah, and say, you see, you see the girl who sits next to you. She doesn't do basenta. She doesn't do. Nobody ever shouts at her. She's free. But you, you are trying to do something. They are always stop the basenta and see what your life will become. For all you know, that's what God is using to keep you track. But the devil will say, no, stop it. Stop. And when you stop, you now you, they say, and their eye, eyes were open. And guess what they saw? I'm sure they were surprised. And they knew they were naked. They didn't even see the garden anymore. The beautiful garden that God had created. They didn't see it anymore. The only thing they saw was that they were naked. So when they saw that they were naked, the Bible says they sowed fig trees. They used leaves to make a, a, a skirt and top. And they wore it. They went to Sandra. She made a dress for them. And they wore it. And guess what? After they had dressed, you would have thought that after they had dressed, they would have gone to a party. The Bible says after they had dressed, they went to hide. They went to her. How many of you ladies go to the salon? You do a nice hairstyle, then you go and put it under a pillow. When you do the hairstyle, you bring it out for everybody to see. But these ones, when they went to make clothes, then they went to hide. They are sitting, even as they were trying to solve the problem that had come from their eyes being open, it was getting worse and worse and worse. Now they had to hide. When they heard God coming, they went to hide behind a tree. Wow. When God entered, Adam had become like one of the trees. Yeah. They were doing a mannequin challenge. So God started to count the trees. One, two, three. He realized that, ah, the trees have increased by two. The 
trees were 1,222. Now it's 1,224. So God said, ah, who has planted more trees? As he was saying, oh, Adam. <laughs> Surprise. Adam said, Surprise. May you be delivered from deception. May you ne- look. And, and you see, it, when you go, go and check the word subtle. Subtle. It's like, look, it's like one definition is wise, wiser, cunning. Then, of course, the trickiest comes. Do you get it? But it's like, it comes quietly. So, you, when you are being deceived, eh, unless God reveals it to you, you will not even know that you are being deceived. It comes slowly, softly. I mean, when somebody even tells you, you would say, how, how come that you have evil thoughts? That's the thing you ask the person. Yeah. I mean, somebody told me of a situation. I mean, the person sent me a message. Of a, said, what do you think I should do? And I was asleep. When I woke up and I saw the message, I said, oh God. But the way that, the, I can't tell you the details of it for security reasons. So, but the way the thing, it was so soft. But where it could have ended the person, oh. I, I was even worried that I was asleep. But sometimes also God is God, so you have to let God be God. Yeah, but it's so soft. Come, I want to give you a job. If I tell you that that thing is going to lead to your death, you will say, oh, but why, Pastor, why do you always have such wicked... I mean, your imaginations are like horror movies. It's like, it's a, I mean, how can you extrapolate from job to mortuary? If you say I'm giving you a job at a mortuary, uh-huh, but <laughs> but so it's soft. Many of you have made. I mean, I don't want to talk about that today. I mean, many of you have lost your virginity just softly. Is lost softly, softly, soft. You were just listening to music. I was just listening to music. I mean, we're just listening, and just, just killing me softly with this sound. Then what again? Killing me softly with this, strumming my pain with his fingers. Killing. And then it was going on. I mean, it's like it's softly, 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 telling my whole life with this word, killing me softly. Yeah, that's it. With this song, and it's going down. It's going. Showing my pain with his finger. By the time you realize, I, 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 you are looking who took it. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Killing me softly. Where is it? Who took it? Who took it? Yeah. Yeah. It was so soft. I mean, on a Monday afternoon. Monday. Not even Friday or Sunday night. Monday. But it was soft. The deception was soft. 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 He was just trying your pain. Now I can't even find my shoes. It's gone. Folks, it's been a pleasure preaching to you. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer. You will not be bitten by a snake. Yeah. Every deception of the devil, may you overpower it with the truth. Lift your hands and pray and say, Lord, may my eyes be open to the truth. May my eyes be open to the truth. May my eyes be open to the truth. 
May my eyes be open to the truth. Yes, Lord, help me. Help me. As a pastor, help. Everybody is facing one deception or another. Whether you are a child, you are an adult. Whether you are a wife, you are a husband. Whether you are a pastor, you are a church member. Everybody is facing one deception or another. Come and manifest yourself. Pray for yourself wherever you are. Ma, so sometimes the devil just deceive you to feel high. So it's like pride sets in. Pray that God will open your eyes. God will reveal the truth to you and deliver us from deception. Deliver us from deception. Deliver us, Lord. Deliver us, Lord. Ma, to pali sotakayena. Mikola, pelas, kepalolo. Ripatotale. Deliver us. Maybe you are hearing voices tonight. Is the last night of those voices. You will only hear the truth, which will set you free. Which will set you free. Go on this journey. Go on this journey. The devil is taking you into destruction. May you be delivered. Yes, Lord. Yes, Jesus. Help us. Help us. Help each you one of us in the name of Jesus. Help us, help us, help us. Mountains will flow down. Help us, Lord. And darkness will flee. Help us, oh God. Ask the Lord to help you. Look, this is perhaps the most powerful the weapon of the of devil. Deception, deception. To lie to us. To, make, to be deceived means to Revive believe a lie. To believe and I Paul asked the Galatians who has beguiled you that you have believed a lie to believe a lie to believe a lie the one to believe a lie lift your hands thank God for deliverance 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 from deception from the serpent from the serpent the one with eyes of fire deliverance Lord Allah Badaina, the one who clothed with fire, your voice resounds like thunder. Come and glorify your name. Lift your hands, everybody singing. Allah Badaina, the one with eyes so far. Your name is full of wonder. Your name is full of wonders. Come and manifest yourself.
Are you guys happy you made it for Tuesday night special? Oh, what a word. What a word. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Reverend Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.